In a world of countless Zoom meetings and millions of hours of movies, one zesty zebra and a frisky panda, save the world one podcast at a time. Starring Marlon, Alex, So welcome to a new episode. Uh, today we are doing a Halloween episode, kind of. It's a Tim Burton episode, and it's like yeah. all pretty dark, so I feel like it's Halloween. It's like pre-Halloween. We'll do Pre-Halloween. Halloween with actual horror movies. Because are these horror movies? They're not horror movies, are they? Uh, they're, I don't know, actually. That's a good point, because I, I do feel like it's more like a dark comedy yeah like a yeah like a dark comedy but it's but it's also like horror inspired right we saw we we saw beetlejuice edward mm-hmm. scissorhands and yeah. Rankin Weenie. is that what yeah and that's the 2012 one the stop the motion which we just found out tim burton but also the 1984 version of it yeah. Well, I guess Frank and, and it was a Weenie, short film. Yeah, Frank and Weenie is based off Frankenstein, so I guess that's monster related. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, it's just bizarre mind of Tim Burton. Oh yeah. Oh, and just because last episode we said we were gonna do Arnold for this move for this week, we're pushing that to November. We'll do him. For maybe holiday movies or something, yeah. Because uh, we didn't, we Halloween just sort of snuck up on us. We're like, we should do something more related to yeah to Halloween. Yeah. All right. Should we get into um to Beetlejuice? Yeah, let's jump into Beetlejuice. Okay. So my so, first question um, is, yeah, in Beetlejuice. When they see the little, I know it's not the best place to start the conversation at, but when they, <laughs> the spelling of the name, what the fuck? Like, I'm sorry, I'm trying to curse, but what the heck? Like, uh, in the show, I feel like in the movie, when they kept showing like papers that say his name, they spelled yeah. it like Edo with a G. Yeah. But the name of the movie is Vito Juice with a. With the J. Also, I don't know the difference. Well, it's just, I think it's just another, uh, like, country that he's from. So I think it might be, like, a different country. Uh, that's the way that they say it, or they spell it out. Vito Um And I think, uh, I think, I think, so it can be easier on the eyes and easier to read. That's why they put juice on it. I'm uh, assuming, but I don't know. All right. Well, I looked up the word, and it's actually the brightest star that we see in the in Orion's belt. Mm. Is that the one we consider the North Star? No. No, uh, that's not I'm, it. I'm not an geologist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but... That's that was my thing. I was like, wait, hold on. How do you spell his name? Technically, you start with the title card, and that's just how you spell his name. So, okay. it's a good start. <laughs> Picture of of uh, his tombstone that has the Beto 
G E U S E, I think yeah. is how you spell it. Also, yeah. why is it called Beetlejuice if he? I don't even feel like he's the main character in this movie. <laughs> That's a good point. It's uh, the other two. The I other like, two, like Alec Baldwin, right? Alec Baldwin yeah, was him, uh, and his wife at the time. Girl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should look up the cast. Yeah, um, we should, man. <laughs> oh, which, by the way, the reason why we're doing this, these three movies from Tim, Tim Burton, is because we decided to do Tim Burton and we, we won't, what's her name? Ryder. Winona Ryder, yeah. Winona Ryder. Like, we, we want to do movies, all three movies that they've been together, which is why we chose those three movies. Yeah. That way we can call this episode. What did we decide on? Like, uh, uh, we're thinking either like Tim Ryder or or Ryder Tim or like uh, Burton Ryder or <laughs> Tim Mona or something like that. Or maybe I'll just put all the variations of it. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. <laughs> Hashtag. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tim Burton is an interesting character. I think. Um, his mind is bizarre. Oh yeah, definitely. He works a lot with Disney. So you were saying he was in the Disney Academy or something? Yeah. So like back then, I mean, they still do now. They had the um, instruction, instructional college program that they have or whatever. Uh, so they had their own animation program and it's where Disney would like select people or whatnot. Uh, I'm not like an expert on it, but I just know that like Tim Burton, that's where he was working with uh, people and learning animation and wanted to be a filmmaker. Um, and that's where they recruited him for Disney. Um, and yeah, that's uh, but he has strange, strange ideas. Uh, people love it. I mean, without him, we wouldn't have a lot of the cult following. I mean, yeah, for yeah. sure, like people love Beetlejuice love uh like mayor before christmas they love batman when he did the first one and the, the second one and the second one was more like he had more creative freedom and be more dark so that's like his true calling is just straight up the the darkness of everything and yet still having playful stuff yeah uh, and i think what i've noticed from all three films is he loves the 50s like 50s early 60s he loves that yeah. era and I'm pretty sure it's because he was born in that era. Like, right? Because I think he was born like in the 50s or 60s. Uh, and he just remembers the, the simpleness of things where um, the women would stay home and, and like clean, uh, vacuum, read a book, magazine or whatever, and they cook. Um, and the men would go out and work in blue collar, you know. Um, but it is interesting that in all three films, it's pretty much uh, like the 50s. Well, Beetlejuice kind of felt like the 50s, but it's just because it was like a small town, right? Um, yeah. With he that one, I, he didn't in, really... He was sorry. born in what? 1958. 1958, yeah. So I know like in Beetlejuice, they showed a small town, and but they didn't really show like 
kind of like what era it was. Uh, but yeah. he, it, out of all three films, like you do see that he incorporates some sort of modernism um, and push it, pushing it into the 50s. Uh, but yeah, Beetlejuice yeah. was different for sure. For sure, yeah, yeah. When we get to Edward Scissorhands, that plays in a lot because he was born here in California. He was a he's a Burbank kid. Yeah, and I I think they filmed uh, um, they filmed it in Florida in a retirement place, like a, a abandoned place, where it kind of felt like where he grew up. So definitely, I think even maybe I want to say Frankenweenie has some sort of elements of like him growing up. Yep. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Because you wait, when you were talking about Florida, is that that's um Edward Scissorhands? Yeah, yeah, you know that that little city place where they filmed it? That little yeah, the little town. Yeah. But they actually went I remember that. filmed in Florida, which which Johnny I've saw well I'll get I'll talk more about it later. But because we're talking about Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. <laughs> Well, let's go back to Beetlejuice. So, uh, honestly, Beetlejuice was... We just said it three times in a row, and that's not... <laughs> Dude. <laughs> yeah. All right. I don't see anyone around me. Okay, we're good. All right, we're good. <laughs> so, I do feel like... I haven't seen this since I was, like, five or six. Um, yeah. But seeing it now, when you understand everything, it's, like, it's it's such a weird movie. Like, do you understand? You you understand the premise where the couple dies, uh, somebody they were they were buying trying to sell the house, or like somebody was trying to sell the house, but they didn't want to sell the house. They die. They stay in that place where they love, which is the house, and then some people move in, and they find out that they have to scare them out of the house so they can just be there. I guess. Yeah. Uh, and they are unsuccessful. They try to figure things out, and then. They end up calling Beetlejuice uh, to help them out, but it was just too weird with them. And then all of a sudden, Winona Ryder's character like finds out about the ghost. And then she, what was that line she said? She said, "Like I can see the weird because I'm weird or some shit like that." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or I get so, like, about like normal people don't notice they or something. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, were, the abnormal or something like that. Yeah. So from there, it, it jumps around to her being kind of like the main character. So it's like, it's a I, weird transition because the main character, he's trying to figure out who the main character is and you assume it's a couple, but then the title says something else. But then Winona Ryder has like a bigger role than you I expected. I think she's the main character, no? Yeah, but you don't know that until like past halfway through the film. Yeah, because boy. like from there, that's when she like befriends Beetlejuice or whatever, and Beetlejuice is trying to marry her, and I thought that was weird <laughs> because you, you, what did you say? She was like sixteen, and she's like in school like or something. Seventeen or something. She's yeah, cool. this dude is like yeah. hello. <laughs> yeah, she was born in seventy one, and this movie was filmed in 84, 85 maybe because it came out eighty six. So this movie was probably filmed in eighty. Four. Or, oh, it was yeah. 88 this is 88 she was 71 oh, yeah so she was like 17 yeah 17 ish but still super young yeah and the whole premise is like really changed after that because then it's like the family ends up 
enjoying the ghost and living with the ghost. So it, like I felt for me personally, I felt like the story was kind of all over the place, but it still corrected himself itself in the very end, but didn't have like a concrete like conclusion or climax for Beetlejuice. Um, and I guess that's the reason why they probably made the TV show, which I never saw. No, I never saw it. Was it cartoons or was it an actual TV show? It was like it was like a cartoon. It's like it's same style. I think it was like the same style as Ace Ventura when they came out as a cartoon. Uh, You're right. looking it up? No, I didn't look up that thing. Sorry. <laughs> um, but the movie is an hour and 30 minutes long. And Beetlejuice doesn't come out until until like minute 34 dude so it's like you don't get to see him until he's in only like limited amount of shots yep it's ridiculous he filmed it in just two, uh, one two weeks of work yeah and it's michael keaton who plays beetlejuice michael keaton, yeah yeah dude that's insane like uh, yeah um also the the ending part of it, which was the snake, yeah, it was filmed before they even casted him as Beetlejuice. Oh, so fun fact, yeah. So so he so that's why he doesn't even seem like Beetlejuice, but they mm. put his voice over mm. so that you can sort of um, think that it's actually him and not just a random snake demon yeah that makes sense yeah 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 dude i also saw that um they were working on a sequel on beetlejuice that's uh i think that's michael keaton said something like that right i don't know no we wanna we will not winona writer and tim burton have had the idea of the sequel, mm. but uh, he got um, he got the Batman movie instead, and so it mm. never got filmed, which is great because, dude, the sequel was supposed to be one of those like super eighty cheesy sequels where it's like, oh, you know, what could we do next? Oh, what if we go on vacation? <laughs> so it was weekend journeys. Yeah, so it's supposed to be like the family going to Hawaii on vacation. Yeah, and they decide to buy a, a hotel or some sort of building of some sort, and it turns out that it's being hunted. So they have to summon Beetlejuice to get the the ghost out or something. It was, it was supposed to be like Beetlejuice on in vacation, on vacation mode. <laughs> Sounds horrible. Um, but yeah, that was supposed to happen. It's, it's like um, national lampoons vacation and then European vacation and Vegas vacation and Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> or it's like when, or it's like when, uh, um, saved by the bell decided to come back as like in Hawaii. Remember that yeah. shit? The yeah. same thing with with uh, Baywatch. Didn't they move a season to Hawaii or something? Uh, I don't remember. I remember a lot of like shows back in those in the eighties and nineties. Did they opted yeah. for that option? I don't know why, but yeah. So that's what supposedly was going to happen, but it didn't happen. 
Um, wow. it, uh, I'm guessing these are all practical effects. All the ghosts and all the transformations is pretty. I like them. I mean, they did, they've aged well. Yep. Obviously, I think I'm happy Team Burton doesn't do a George Lucas thing where he goes back and redoes them because because could, of the technology like, we have. He could make so much money if he did the George Lucas uh, Spielberg sort of approach, and like, hey, let's re-release these movies, but let's fix them up with CGI stuff that we couldn't do back then. Yeah. Even color correction. I, I think there's a lot of stuff he could. So you could do that, but I'm happy he hasn't because that's what keeps it very classic you know, the aesthetics. Dude, the wardrobe was insane. Um, Home Alone Mom, Catherine, what's her name? Catherine, Catherine O'Hara. Yeah. O'Hara. Yeah. She's a, uh, I oh, was man. like, I was like, oh my gosh, she's almost playing the same role as in Home Alone. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Like every time I, I saw her, I would scream out Kevin. And then, <laughs> and I was like. Her very yeah. hair and everything. Yeah. Dude, um, I, I don't know if you caught this, but you know, one of the opening scenes, I think one of the first scenes when they're in the house, yeah. the dad is wearing a, a red sweater, Christmas sweater. Yeah. The next scene, she's wearing that same sweater as pants. So I didn't watch this over again. So like it's a scene and like it's him like in his not computer, but he's in his desk and he's wearing a red sweater with like a a, seems like a a snowflake on it. The next scene, she's wearing it as pants with suspenders on it. Hmm. I was just like, hold on, is that the same one? I freeze framed it. And yeah, bro, the same pattern and everything. Even like you can see the hole down there for the neck supposed to be. It's uh yeah. it's great. But yeah, I think, uh, I think it's because they're trying to implement like she's the artist and whatever she touches, she changes everything. So that's the reason why she had like going through the, each room and wanted to redo everything. And then her husband was like, no, don't touch this room. This room is strictly mine. So I could see that happening. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, she's changing things. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah, for sure. I think Catherine O'Hara was a great choice. I yeah. liked her. Yeah. I wasn't, she had like, whoever was the guy that was with her. Um, uh, the other I don't, guy, I don't remember uh, the guy Glenn uh, Otto is his name or something like that oh the bigger dude yeah I was like okay whatever um, <laughs> yeah I wasn't a big fan of that dude no um, also I was like damn I don't remember seeing Alec Baldwin in any other movies I'm not I've never watched any of his older stuff yeah. maybe I have, I just never saw them. Like, this is my first time watching this movie, and I was like, damn, this is pretty insane. All of them are super, well, youngish, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he did a lot of movies. Alex Baldwin did a lot of movies in this time, right? I'm guessing. I don't know. Like, it's funny because, like, I just remember him 
from uh, Along Came Polly and 30 Rock, but I don't remember him in right. Beetlejuice until I saw this. And I'm like, he looks very young and a lot better. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw, I think the first time I saw him, which I guess it should make sense because he's still young, was The Hunt for Red, Oto- Red October. I remember my dad watching that a lot. It was on Univision mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, in Espanol. I think it has something to do with submarines, and I think he's in it. I'm pretty sure he's in it. <laughs> Quick search this. Yeah, he's in this. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a submarine-based movie. Yeah, my dad would watch this all the time with Sean Connery. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what I remember him from. But yeah, you're right. I didn't really when I when I think Alec Baldwin, I think like Dirty Rock. Yeah. That's my my first. It says our age, I guess. I know. <laughs> in our thirties. Before, oh, uh, I was like, what two? <laughs> yeah. No, less. Right. Wait, wait. When does this movie come out? Eighty. Yeah, eighty-eight. Right. So eighty-eight. So yeah, we 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 were born two years prior to this movie. Yeah. Yeah. My brother was born. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Jessica wasn't born yet. She was 86, 89. Sorry. (laughs) It'd be funny if she shows up and slaps you in the head. (laughs) It's like, how can you forget? (laughs) Silent Jessica right there. (laughs) Yeah. It's an interesting movie for sure. Yeah. I mean, I, oh, okay. So, the, there's a scene where he's in the little, in the little what like miniature house that the Alec Baldwin character has done. Yeah. And there's a scene where where I think is Jack from the Nightmare Before Christmas. I think if it's not him, I think it might be like later on when he because that little part there is kind of like stop motion, right? When they have all these little small little creatures come out. For like in um, and all that stuff, I'm pretty sure yeah. it's not meant to be him. Later on, when he actually worked on uh, on on uh, the Nightmare Before Christmas, which was not that long after, right? I mean, the Nightmare. It was like ten Christmas. years after or something. Was it right? I think it was either like. Wait, let me see. Uh, I feel like the Nightmare Before Christmas was a uh, an earlier movie than yeah. that. I think it might be like eight or eight to ten years after, uh, after Beetlejuice. I think ninety three. So yeah. Oh, it was ninety three. Damn. Five years. Yeah, and and right after Beetlejuice, he did three the three Batman movies. No, basically. Well, he did two of them. The other one he produced. He didn't direct it though. Wait. So he did he direct the ba- Batman, which eighty nine, right? Yeah, and then Batman Returns, and then That's he produced with, uh, the, what's what's his name, uh, Nicholas uh, Jack Nicholson, right? The yeah, Batman, one? yeah, Batman, yeah. Did he, so did he direct Batman Forever or not? Really? Uh, he did not direct it, but he was a producer, I think. But he did do Batman Return with the Penguin and wait, that's the Catwoman, Penguin, yeah. Catwoman, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so okay. So, um, 
So right after Beetlejuice, he went straight into Batman. And yep. I also noticed in those little parts where there, there's a lot of Batman. Like next time, if you ever see this over again, especially in mm-hmm. those little parts where Beetlejuice is like, it's the little animated versions of them. There's a lot of bats that you could say look a lot like the bat. <laughs> Sorry, Jessica just sneezed. Also, there's some sort of helicopter. <laughs> you hear the helicopter? It's kind LA. of LA. <laughs> Jessica just sneezed. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, he does make little references here and there uh, between the films, so um, it's not like a hidden thing, like. There's a bunch of theories that some of all of his movies or some of his movies are all connected. Uh, but I do see that he does have like Easter eggs for his previous films uh, in this one. For which ones? For all of them, you know. Wait, uh, you wait. mentioned. Yeah, I mean, like Beetlejuice uh, leading into all the other films is just really think about it like like the whole structure of it, uh, the gray tone in some of the areas, uh, which is also implemented in Edward Scissorhands, uh, the colorfulness of the city or, the, or uh, of the, the, the residential area that they're at. And then just looking at like having wearing black and white or wearing all black or having a character that's just, uh, gothic or emo or whatever you call it you know it's just he has that in mind in all of these and it's like a reference to all the other films yeah and that's his style yeah dude like his style is super undeniable like i agree with that yep. all right i'm gonna send you a screenshot uh, uh hopefully your phone isn't off but this is a screenshot of i did a quick search of whether or not Jack Skellington was in Vito Juice. And it, dude, it looks so oh, much yeah. like it. And on top of it, look, he has the Batman. It's a bat. It's a bat. <laughs> that's not just a bat, bro. That's the Batman signal. That's straight up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the clothing is not there for Jack Skeleton, but. The head is. The structure of the head is exactly the same. Yeah, it's very un, undeniably. Um, yeah. Oh, shit. I just think I, I think I just accidentally found the perfect shirt that I want in my life. Or a poster. <laughs> hey, just <laughs> Wouldn't this be poster be hella sweet to have? What? Wouldn't this be a cool poster to buy? Yeah. So I just found this poster where it's like, um, like a lineup, uh, like a side B lineup, and it's yeah. uh, the alien from Mars attacks. Yeah, and Jack the skeleton. Then nice. it's Edward uh, Scissorhands. Yeah, and the last one is uh, Beetlejuice. Which uh, I saw half of uh, Mars attacks, so I'm probably gonna finish that <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. I was just curious because, like, I didn't know, like, Michael J. Fox was in it. Like, I remember some parts of it when I was little, but, like, I didn't know. Like, there were so many characters or so many uh, actors that were all in his previous films. Yep. Dude, uh, yeah, Mars Attack's a great one of my favorite movies. 
I haven't watched in a long ass time though. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, overall reactions to this movie, I'm not a. F- I'm not a, <laughs> not a fan. I'm not yeah. gonna. I'm like, oh yeah, it. I'm. I'm all about the coat of Beetlejuice. Yeah, I admire it, and I think the art is amazing. I think the storyline is okay. Uh, I thought it was. Uh, it threw me off that I'm, I didn't know what this movie. Who's the main character? I didn't think Beetlejuice. Yeah. And it's like Joss. I guess it's like Joss, right? Where in Joss, the shark only shows up what a couple of times. True. I think I looked up somewhere that it said that Beetlejuice, the actual person, was only on screen for like twenty minutes or less than twenty yeah. minutes. And it's like, yeah, you you can't have a movie him be the main character. But again, Joss, Joss, also the shark is the main character because it revolves about you being scared of this person, right? Yeah. I don't know why Siri just turned on in all my devices right now. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But besides that, I mean, I thought it was a great 80s movie. Uh, is this one of Tim's first movies or not really either? Um, Like full length? I actually don't know. I know. We know that like Frank and Weenie was his very first film, but it was a short film and still considered a film. Uh, but I actually don't know what his first film was. Okay. Like movie. Oh, movie. he did like, Pee-wee's Adventures before this. Oh, dang. I got to watch that too. And Mars Attacks. <laughs> so, okay. So chronological order with release dates. So you have 82. He does a couple of shorts. 84 is the Frankie Wiener, Weenie. Yeah. And 85 is Pee-wee's Big Adventure, then Beetlejuice. Then he does Batman. In between the two Batmans, he does Edward Scissorhands. Mm. The singles, then The Nightmare, Before Christmas, and Edward. I remember that movie was great, too. And then James and the Giant Peach, Mars Attack, and then we have the thousands of do you want me to read the whole list this whole movie thing or not really uh what year is mars attacks 93 96 so he has Edward, games in the giants peach which is 96 and that same year he also released mars attack just go up to 2000 like okay right at 2000 okay then he does uh sleepy hollow and the first movie that he did in 2000 was Planet of the Apes. Mm, I remember that. That's the Mark, Mark uh, Wahlberg. Wahlberg, yeah, it's the Mark Wahlberg. It was and like he, a reboot kind of. Then he did one of my favorite movies, Big Fish, right after that. A lot of people love that movie. It's like a cult classic also. Yeah. And then he's done all the Disney ridiculous over-the-top movies the charlie and the chocolate factory yeah alice in wonderland though he did all yeah and the alice in wonderland movies too and then dumbo yeah i never i still haven't watched dumbo by the way (laughs) it's okay it's funny because it's like you start thinking like 
who's in that movie and how are they related to like Tim Burton in their career? And you find out like, oh man, they're connected for sure. So well, it's funny. See, the, the, the cast is like in every one of it and most of his movies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So for me, I think, uh, what was that? Danny DeVito's in it too, right? Yep. And, and uh, Big Fish. Yep. But I think for Beetlejuice, I'm going to go, if I were to rate it out of 10, I'm going to go with six. Wait, are we doing 10 or are we doing five? I forgot, man. I honestly, we're doing five? Okay, then I'll go with three. (laughs) I'm doing three. Yeah, I forgot, man. We're not writing these down, man. That's fine. (laughs) Start writing. My bad, guys. Yeah, I have a throat thing. I'm getting tested tomorrow for COVID just to be safe, but I think it's just the AC has been killing me. So Makes sense. I'm going to go with the three as well for this movie, man. It's, it's, it's good. It's not. It doesn't. I'm not going to buy it. I'm happy. I, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's like, uh, yeah. I can, I understand what the whole thing is. I think. If we were doing normal Halloween, I would probably consider dressing up as one of the characters from this movie. Yeah, like I'd probably go with like Alec Baldwin. <laughs> yeah, or like something people won't necessarily a hundred percent get. It's like, what are you just dressed like any other person? In the 80s? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, but it's good. It's a good. Um, yeah, it's a three. Is a good movie. It's a. It's a good. I liked it. Yeah, I think uh, for what everyone loves and like for what we've seen at Comic-Con, at least watching the film and you know the reference, I think that's at least a good thing. <laughs> so three is good. I mean, I mean, yeah. I can't wait for the time where we're like, okay, we've watched all these like major uh, distributed like films. I can't wait for us to start watching like Sharknado, bro. <laughs> at least watch like one I don't know, one or two, um, or like the Velocipaster or whatever it is, just horrible films or something. If we watch those movies, we have to like, which we probably will, let's be real. <laughs> I told you that Regal is shutting down completely indefinite until at least April next year. That means yeah. we are all going to start being pushed. I'm surprised they haven't pushed Wonder Woman. Because yes, uh, uh, there's a rumor about that that they're actually going to release it though. They're still going to do it, I, uh, but not in theaters. I think it's going to be a video on demand. That's, that's the rumor right now. Right. I think we're if we're going to keep doing this, we're gonna we're gonna have to do Sharknado. <laughs> yeah, but I kind of wish we should. I kind of be- wish. We shouldn't do more than one an episode because I think it's too much to handle. <laughs> yeah. All right. So how about like if we were if we were to watch like a film that's like low budget, like Sharknado, we watch something that's like high end, so that's relatable. So if we watch Sharknado, we watch Jaws. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, so like two, two. Oh yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, let me look up the Sharknado budget. Oh, you want to do compare budgets too? 
Yeah, so that we can see like what movie was. It was oh my god. What was the budget? The average the average budget for these movies is two point five million. That's nothing. That's oh boy. Uh, Our uh, two point five million. You can get two. You can get a house or two in San Francisco. <laughs> now I'm curious to see what it did in the box office. Was it even released on the, in theaters? Oh, it's a sci-fi original, huh? Yeah, probably. Don't they have like five or something? <laughs> or Tara Reid was on it. Now, now I'm curious about this uh, Beetlejuice. What was? Did you do you know what like the budget was for Beetlejuice? Bro, the uh, overall in the last in the four years where these movies were released, it grossed yeah. four point five billion dollars, and that's four movies. Four four point five billion dollars is what they made, and each movie costs four two to two to three bill, million to do. That's a ridiculous amount of profit. We have to yeah, watch. Yeah, that's, that's 1 billion, 1.1 billion per film. Yeah, you're, they're basically double, yeah, ha, they're half, we're getting half a billion dollars per movie in return. That's ridiculous. That is, All right, so the budget for Beetlejuice was 15 million. The budget... And that's with yeah. no CGI and shit. It's yeah, and the box office is seventy four point three million. Damn, that's a lot though. I mean, it still makes a crap load of money. I can see this movie definitely would make money. I mean, when 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 Ryder was coming from really a good movie, she was just about to blow up and become the person for for the eighties going into the 90s still she still has to stop making movies right i mean after she got arrested for ship shoplifting <laughs> like she that's ridiculous honey that, that's, she that's making a good point a little bit but then she she really hasn't i mean she's a, a, a huge a huge movie make like she's great too and everything which is which is why okay i don't know why but when i saw her in stranger things for the first time i'm like yeah. whoa here's someone that i haven't seen in a million years and it's like no <laughs> she's been she's... around everywhere it's just i don't know why i don't i haven't like i don't know <laughs> it's <laughs> true man I was like oh this is someone's career is being reborn or whatever and it's like no it's not she's she's everywhere Actually, <laughs> Jessica watches pride and prejudice a lot she's in that right Pride and Prejudice. Is it a TV show? No, it's a. Writer. She's one of the main characters in Pride and Prejudice. This is a Google search that I could do. She's in Little Women. Oh, Little Women. That's the one that I'm thinking of. She's in The Crucible. Yeah. She's in Mr. Deeds. Yeah, I yes, I know she's in Mr. Deeds. It's because of your mom. <laughs> your mom's favorite movie is just the deeds. <laughs> I could see her laughing, dude. Sitting down and laughing at the whole film. Yeah. Oh, man. 
All right, we got to go to the next film. Uh, what was the next film? Because we have two left. So we have... Um, what was that? Edward Scissorhands. Mm, Edward Scissorhands. And then we could, we could talk about Edward Scissorhands. And we could end it with Frankie Weenie. And then yeah. just see if they all connect somehow. Yeah, okay. The one thing that I found out about Edward Scissorhands that I was what? like, that's hilarious. Okay, so Johnny Depp was um, Edward Scissorhands. He was, uh, yeah, he's he's the dude. But he was unknown when they were making this movie, right? I mean, all he was just known for Twenty One Jump Street, and so they were discussing who was going to be Edward. Yeah, and they had a whole yeah. bunch of people, and a person that that um, they really wanted for this role was for the second podcast in a row making an appearance as a he should have done this movie is Tom Cruise bro he was that <laughs> favorite person to do the role of Edward Scissorhand Damn. luckily a producer said uh, convinced Tim Burton to give uh, Johnny Depp a chance imagine if that shit would have happened we would have not gotten any crazy Tim Burton, Johnny Depp movies because That's I think a good that, point. I think that that was the start of something that as obscure and ridiculous as all their movies are together. Yeah. I mean, they, their minds kind of work in a way that is bizarro and great. Oh yeah. Well, the thing he start he didn't just like his, uh, TV debut or whatever, it was all in that 21 Jump Street. But right. he did do like, like a nightmare on Elm Street right before. Uh, so he, he he did the role of Glenn in a nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, he was a voice? He was a boyfriend. He was live action. So he was actually one of Freddy Krueger's victims. Oh, what? Yeah. So he showed up on that first. And then he's done a lot of stuff until he he did a couple of things before he went to Edward Scissorhands. Yeah. Uh, but it, it yeah you're right though like Edward Scissorhands just straight up uh, really blew up for him. Yeah. Well, well, I feel like it did. It's like it's like any. I think that was the first big big role that like really put him out. You know. Yeah. Well, there there was also Crybaby. Yeah. Um, yeah, which I, mean, I, I can I remember. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he was he was well known. I mean, he was. But the thing is that even in Crybaby, he's playing this sort of like hot teenage guy. That is <laughs> true. Playing the same sort of character from Twenty One Jump Street, you know. But then yeah. this was the first time of him being like wild because like yo i'm now edward scissorhands and it's like this is a twist it is bro i just realized that like freddy krueger kills him with in his dream and it's a guy that pretty much has like blades in his fingers to end up being a dude with blades in his fingers dude Which I haven't watched Nightmare on Elm Street. I don't think I've ever watched it. I might have watched it when I was younger. I don't think I have. So that's what we will for sure watch in our Halloween special. We have to. 
Nightmares on Elm, Nightmare on Elm Street. Even if it takes yeah. you crying or sleeping, whatever. <laughs> this is why I'm gonna watch it in the morning, man. <laughs> and Jessica just nodded that she's gonna join. Just say yes. <clears throat> just tell her Johnny Depp is in it. Johnny Depp is in it, so say yes. No, yeah, he's in it. Edward Scissorhands. No, he is in Sleepy Hollow too. But no, he's in Nightmare. <laughs> He's a kid that gets murdered, so we're watching it. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you sell it to her. He gets murdered. <laughs> She's like, what? He gets murdered. <laughs> Trust me, it's good. Yeah. Okay. So Edward Scissorhands. Edward Scissorhands, I think, is... Are we looking at a more or less the story of Tim Burton. Like, I wonder if that's his story. Like, cause, okay. So he was, I sort of mentioned this earlier that he, they filmed it in Florida in a yeah. community, and he chose that place because it looked like the place where he grew up in where, where he was born in Burbank. And so like he couldn't shoot in Burbank because it had changed already. So he yeah. went on this place in, in Florida that looked exactly the same. Uh, which, by the way, everything was filmed in in place in there, in yeah. that in in that community, and they ha- the only thing that is not there obviously is the castle, but the yeah. castle is actually a miniature. Yep. And I found out that to make it seem cool, like especially when she that opening scene where she's selling stuff and then she's in the car and she sees it in the rear. Yeah. In the rear. It was actually someone holding it. <laughs> right at the mirror, right? Yeah, you can hella tell. Yeah, it was great. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. I liked Edward Scissorhands way better than I liked Beetlejuice. Yeah, me too. Um, just Johnny Depp was great. Like, he's such an awkward... What I didn't understand was what left me with questions is, is he supposed to be Pinocchio is, or is he supposed to be Frankenstein? What is, what, I I feel like there was never any resolution about that. I'm guessing a doctor that made him from the factory, like he had those flashbacks. Yeah. So get explained. Cause I, maybe I didn't pay attention, but I feel like they never got explained. Yeah. They never explained it. Uh, all you know is just like it's this dude who makes him uh, pretty much uh, asking him to like he be a, a man like he was like a like you said Pinocchio he just wanted to make him into a real person uh, yeah. some sort of humanoid yeah which I thought that was like oh boy I hope they get to explain this or I kept thinking that they're gonna ha- the the climate was gonna be him facing off his father or his creator. Mm. But it did it. It turned out him facing the, that humans or most people don't accept weirdos. And yeah. yeah. But it wasn't, it wasn't more like a weirdos though. It's just like the action that happened that transpired into everyone just like not trusting him. So it's just like they accepted him. Uh, mostly because they were doing like he was cutting hair he was uh 
like cutting the fur of the dogs. But it was just that those two instances where uh, he was stuck inside the house because of the burglar alarm that was triggered. And then the other part was when um, Edward saved the kid but accidentally cut him yeah. so everyone was like dude you you are dangerous because there's two things that are on your ass so uh they didn't want i mean they accepted him being different uh, right. but they didn't really mention that uh, but they just generally accepted it and it was just those two criminal acts that really had everyone go against them yeah, in a way, isn't he just retelling the story of Frankenstein as well? I think it's it, it kind of is. It's more like near the end of Frankenstein, or like, well, Frankenstein, uh, he dies, and it's just Frankenstein's monster, who is a humanoid. Uh, but you do see, like, it's all about the difference and accepting the difference uh, between the two um, it is interesting, though, because you do understand that he is an inventor, just like uh, Frankenstein. And Frankenstein, he was an inventor. He was trying to bring somebody to life. And, and this one, exactly the same. And you're right with that. Which is kind of the same storyline for Frank and Weenie. Weenie. <laughs> Which we'll talk about soon. <laughs> yeah. I like this movie a lot. I think I wanted to know how old he was because we never got a reference like his age. True. Um, it was funny seeing him get drunk. That was funny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's true. It was kind of very awkward to see him essentially get raped. Yep, That's, from that lady. Uh, that was awkward. And then it it was crazy. Also, just the haircuts, like those were. Yeah. Which okay, so. All the haircuts are actually wigs, so these people didn't have to get the haircuts <laughs> that way. Except yeah. for all the animals, they did have to shave them all. Horrible haircuts. Oh, poor guys. <laughs> yeah. Did this movie? No, I, I, mm-hmm. it, would, it looked like it would be fun to film and like. Oh, so there's a couple of things with the filming of this movie. Okay, so they're in Florida, and then um, so Johnny Depp said he was insane with the heat because he that suit, which is essentially a rubber suit, is out. Yeah. He was filming it in crazy Florida weather, like hot weather, and he had that suit, so it's insane. So he was sweating all the time. Second of all, while they were filming this movie, they got attacked by a whole bunch of insects several times. There's a lot of scenes where you can see a lot of, like, insects in the back. It's because they couldn't, uh, like, they just got attacked by a whole bunch of, like, insects. And they just couldn't, they had to stop filming for a couple days while the insects were just leaving. Hey, by the way, uh, the vice president debate, did you see that Mike Pence had a fly on his head? <laughs> oh, no, I didn't. I saw some of it, but I didn't see that he had a fly. <laughs> yeah, so it's all over Twitter. It's just because he brought up insects. Yeah. I was just thinking about that. Like, he was talking and talking, and everyone's just saying, like, oh, what? that's how you know it's bullshit, because a fly landed on him. <laughs> oh, man. You have to look it up later. Yeah. 
Oh, but the other thing with uh, Edward Scissorhands is like you start noticing little details. Like almost every camera shot was below uh, the below your chest, so it's a low angle. Uh, and I think it's because they wanted to hide the fact that they were near other cities. So when you see the film and you see like the neighborhood, uh, everything's more on the lower angle, so you don't see anything else beyond that. Oh, nice! Which is really interesting take on that. Uh, they did that also indoors. Like some of the air angles were just straight up down shots. Um, only when you see a, a wide shot or a long shot is when you see like the miniature or the castle or the mansion that they had, um, which is a pretty interesting choice. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. That's good. Yeah, I mean, I really, to like rush it up here, I would give this movie a maybe a three and a half, four. I'll go with four. I'll be nice. I'll give it a four. This is definitely. Yeah, I'm thinking four too. I'm loving this movie. I still, I would probably buy this movie if there was some sort of like something like a special maybe on black cyber monday i'll get it you know <laughs> also not buying actual physical movies anymore because unless it's something really cool like i would do it but yeah yeah this is Same definitely here. a must like if you haven't watched this this is a good movie i like this one a lot yeah i agree yeah not a classic to me but definitely one of his best ones it is one of his best but, ones i do like it a lot it's not what you expect for sure. Cause I, I ended up watching it with my girlfriend and I told her like, we have to watch this. And she was like into it, like really paying attention until it ended. And I'm like, so what did you think? And she's like, it's not what I expected. Yeah, it's- <laughs> she was, she was really thrown away. dude. Like, cause she thought it was like going to be like a really dark movie. And it wasn't like any other movie that we've seen where everything, the tone is dark. The colors are dark. This is like a vibrant suburban area. Uh, and it's just him that's dark and the mansion that's dark. Yeah, it's insane because for Tim Burton, it wasn't bizarre enough. I don't think... Yeah, it was, it was the contrast. The contrast of good and bad, pretty much. Yeah, because you had like these typical, like, this is what women are mostly the family should be like in the 60s 50s right yeah had edward scissorhand which was like a super goth kind of character you know like and, an 80s kind of thing <laughs> yeah and it was great it was a good story between mom and a son i didn't i didn't like the fact that they they split away from that relationship there's a lot of little things that i was like not okay with like yeah. you don't find out about his creator kind of dies out that yeah. relationship, which was like a mom and a son relationship yeah. way. And at the end, it's just him and Winona writer that yeah. like the, the love thing, which again, I wish we also knew his age yep. or reference to his age to know, because I, I mean, he looks like he would be a teenager in high school. He doesn't look like an adult. Yeah, he's treated like an adult in, in almost every other part. Yeah, so anyways. Right. Yep, four out of five. And then the last film, which is Frank and Weenie. Mm. Yeah. Um, so what do you think of it? 
Is this his, that was his first, no, that's not his first stop motion, right? No. I don't think so. Um, I keep forgetting that he, it's a re, I think it's interesting that the remake of his original one. That's yeah. I, you know what, for a stop motion movie, I liked it. I think the black and white was cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, it, it looked really good. It's very much Tim Burton. Yeah, true. This came out, this came out after Alice in Wonderland, right? Twenty. Yep. Yeah. I wonder is is this full is this full stop motion or is this a computerized stop motion? Like, uh, it might be a mix of both. Actually, like, let's click, let's figure this out. Um, this it says me? it's 3D stop motion animated. So it's like so it's like South Park, or it's like a. It's it's not no more like an actual stop. I don't know. It's more yeah. It says it, he signed on to make two films in digital 3D. Uh, so he's, he, this included Alice in Wonderland, a remake of Frankenweenie, developed for its full-length stop-motion versions, uh, dates as far back as November 20, 2005. Um, let's see. It was shot in black and white, yeah. It was shot originally in black and white? Yeah, I wish I could have seen. This was the first stop uh, black and white stop motion movie to ever be released for IMAX 3D. Which I kind of wish I would have seen it because it kind of does look cool. So this was. I should have done a little bit more uh, research on this to whether or not it is like stop motion. Yeah. Or is well, it, it does say it's stop motion because it's it says that um, there were they had three giant soundstage and that's where they had like the family attic, uh, the cemetery exterior and the high school interior, uh, and then the soundstage were divided into thirty separate areas to deal with the handcrafted frame by frame style of filmmaking. So yeah, that means that it was all stop motion. Okay. Apparently, apparently, Sparky had to be dog sized compared to other human characters. So you had to make the maze even smaller. Yeah, in comparison, it seems like, but it's pretty interesting. Um, I just looked up behind the scenes, and yeah, it's full on three uh, stop motion. Full on stop motion. Every character is an actual puppet made or a character. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I mean, look, this was a very simple movie. I yeah. wonder. I wonder if the fire, the fire scene, is the ones that I'm mostly. I'm guessing those are like CGI fire. I don't know if they necessarily lit the character. Like the scene where they're like, they're in the the dog dies right in the in the house. Yeah. With the fire, that scene, I was like, shit, is this? That's when I was like. This is not stop motion fire. This is actual CGI fire. It looks like actual flame. So I wonder if like yeah. if that was post because there's no way they could have done they could have shot that with yeah. that realistic unless it's like green screened. I don't do they green screen that kind of stuff. 
No, I think because it's just black and white, it's just easier to do 3D. So the same thing can be said about like the lightning. Uh, lightning is just, that has to be 3D. That has to be CGI. Uh, same thing with the the sparks between the dogs and uh, the glow in Frank and Weenie or like Sparky's eyes uh, when he gets recharged. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that those are all CGI. So it, it wasn't a bot though. Like most of it is straight up stop motion. So <clears throat> they don't have to do much to it. Yeah. yeah. Dude, do you know who Tim Allen the actor is? Tim Allen? Yeah. Uh, from from no, Home Improvement? No, no, not him. The, the actual animator guy. So he he is in charge of he was the one that made all the the animation for this movie. Uh, oh. You should look him up. Uh, he, his his uh, tag on Twitter is Tim Animation. He did the Corpse Bride. He done uh, the Wes Anderson yeah. Isles of Dogs. Which have you watched that movie? Yeah, I have that one. Dude, he he's in charge of that. He's done a lot of the animation for Sean and the Sheep. Mm, nice. He works on this. Yeah, did a lot. Yeah, he's he's well known as an animator. Um, yeah, he has some really cool pictures of uh, the corpse's bride and of everything that he's worked on. Actually, he's really awesome. Yeah, so I know. I know um, that this film, uh, because it's stop motion, it probably have taken them a while to work on it. Yeah, I'm sure. Now, I'm wondering uh, if they were to release it, uh, stop motion, uh, would it be a good idea during COVID? Uh, Because you do have to touch it, you do have to move it, and then you have to really think about, like, who's in the studio working on it and and see if you can actually do something with that. Well, how much people actually do the animation for it? Is it just one person? Um, I think it might be several people. So I think there's like one person working on one character, the other one on another, and then you have a person filming. Uh, so I think the most, you can have as many people as you want, but I think three, if it's like two characters and the camera. Yeah. Well, if you're in, if you're in a bubble, you probably could definitely make it work. Yeah, that's true. Like, dude, I'm just looking at all the stuff that he's done, and it's fucking impressive, dude. You should yeah. look up this guy when you... His website is timallenanimation.co.uk. He's got some really cool-looking... Uh, he's won a lot of awards for a lot of uh, short films. It's all stop-motion stuff. Nice. Dude, he did he did Fantastic Mr. Fox, which is one of my favorite movies. Um, wow, he did the that image in his website is this green screen. Uh, in his or, uh, Frank and Weenie one. Oh yeah, when yeah. they're so vampire thing. Yeah. By the way. In Frankenweenie, when uh, he's trying to revive his his dog, yeah. he pulls out a bat, he pulls out a kite, and he also pulls out an umbrella. 
Yeah. That, those two, the bat and the umbrella. That's a reference to Batman Returns, bro, because that's the penguin and Batman. <laughs> I'm thinking the kite is supposed to be cat, so it could be Catwoman. <laughs> oh, boy. That's a reach, but I'll give it to you. <laughs> I liked Frankenweenie. I think it's a great story. It's a good adaptation slash parody. Is it a parody of uh, yeah. Frankenstein, the monster or whatever? Yeah. It's a parody and a homage to it. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, great. It's a good... I'm, I didn't know it was a Disney movie. I didn't know it was a Disney Plus, but I'm happy because I was about to... Um, when then I realized, oh, it's in Disney Plus. I can watch it. I'm a subscriber. It's <laughs> the only reason I'll watch it. Uh, <laughs> I do enjoy this film. Um, I would give it like the same rating as Beetlejuice. I'm probably gonna go with a four out of five. Uh, and but like really looking at the whole entire film, it's just you you start to like nitpick little things, but you do that with like every film. And you start realizing, like, with all the other Tim Burton movies you've seen, like, how they're all connected. So it's, there's there's a lot of theories out there about how uh, Tim Burton films are connected, for sure. Like, they for sure feel like they're from the same character's point of view. Um, yes. I actually like, have never seen, uh, uh-huh. seen his Alice in Wonderland. So I don't know. Also, isn't that a weird... Uh, uh, animation capturing sort of yes yeah, I, I remember it feeling a little bit weird uh, while I watched it and it is a mix of things okay which I think we've had this discussion but I don't know if I would consider necessarily like live action movies like the Lion King a live action movie because even if it's CGI that someone has to go in there and manually animate and like full on draw everything so it's, it should be an animated movie it's still it's not a live action movie if you cgi something if you're doing good cgi you you have an actual artist who is going in there and physically animating what the computer should be doing so therefore it's an actual you can say it's an animator it's a cgi animator it's not your traditional animator but it's your it's a cgi animator doing the work i do get the concept that there's it's it should be some sort of weird mixture with like a video game movie instead of live action but i don't think that exists because it it, there is that element of those those um the video game capturing suits that's what they use to the mocap yeah yeah those suits that's what they use so it's an actual actor who's pretending to be a lion like for example in the lion king <laughs> or like in planet of the apes it's it's, it's the guy this whatever his super guy is it's him pretending to be an ape you know i get it that that's where the live action comes from it but yep. it's like a it's a weird mixture because it's like it's live action it's also animated fully on like yeah i think for alice in wonderland it's um there, there's certain parts that are animated and but it's like majority of it is live action the actors are real it's just like the environment is fake oh uh, okay and i know they have like those weird eyes on it right like the 
face. Some of them. Some some characters do. Like enlarged heads and eyes, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna give Frankie Weenie a three and a half. That's what I'm gonna go with. Um All right. yeah. You know what we could do? I have to what? go through the movies that we've watched so far and we add yeah. yours and mine, our scores together, and that gives it the overall score. Right? So it'd be out of ten. But you give five and I give five. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, so we both make up half of the the yeah. rating. So like if you said you'd give four to Frankie Weenie, you said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And three and a half, so that's seven and a half. That that makes sense. If we let's see, if we look up the rating right now. For uh, yeah. Frankie Weenie? Yeah. I and wonder what Rotten it'll be. Tomato? What was that? Rotten Tomato. Is that what you're looking at? Uh, I just went on, uh, I was on Wikipedia. You got anything right there? Let me see. So it says it's 7.5. Yeah, 70. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I mean, it works out. That works perfect. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're pretty good at this, man, even though it's been a couple of episodes. <laughs> the fifth one. We're getting our shit together, more more or less. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, man. I, I, th- I think it's a good one. Yeah, for sure. Um, out of the three, I would recommend for anyone to go watch all three of them. It's great movies. It gets you into Tim Burton. You get True. To Again, I think we, we did it because we're no no writers in all three of them and Tim Burton. Yeah. And, but at the same time, I do think that all, and also think that all three movies are in a bizarre way telling his story, more of his story than of the character stories yeah. or how he felt at least. Yeah, and you learn a little bit more about him. Yeah, or maybe not. Maybe he's. this is nothing to do with him, and that's just his persona. <laughs> <laughs> but when every movie is almost exactly like this from him, it's like, yep. yeah, something's up, something's there. Um, yeah, and he does some really great stop motion. James and the Giant Peach, bro, that's top, one of the best uh, stop movies. That was I, good. I like the bet. I've n- I've never been a huge fan of the Corpse's Bride. Mm-hmm. Um, the Nightmare Before Christmas. I get it. I don't yeah. know why I can't get into Tim Burton as a cult follower. I don't think I could. I could get into that. You know, <laughs> I respect yeah. it, but I don't know if I would necessarily. I, I don't even think. Do you own anything from him that it's? Related to, I, I I don't have anything other than the first Batman movie, and that's like the Hot Wheels Batman car. Dude, you know I like fish so much, but yeah, I don't. I wouldn't say yeah. I'm a cult color for that movie. Yep. Like I don't. Yeah. And uh, his it's not because his animation is definitely dope, and like the art work for all all of his stuff is really really great but i don't know if i would necessarily even consider having anything or buying anything 
Except for that poster that I literally just mentioned. (laughs) Yeah, you mentioned 30 minutes ago. You're like, I got to buy this. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe that'll be the first thing that I own from Tim Burton. (laughs) (laughs) And that's probably made by someone who's not Tim Burton, but okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, shall we wrap it up then? Yeah, we can wrap this up. It's a good bye. Nothing really... Really big news of any sort. Yep. Um, I might be getting a sneak peek of WandaVision. Not a hundred percent on that. Hopefully, I could get in. Um. Yeah. So there is there is a something that did did announce, which was that uh, this is like uh, news that just broke out this week, which that. Jamie Foxx has been hired to be part of the new Spider-Man. Is he is he gonna redo his role for what was he Electro person or something? It seems like it because he mentioned on on social media that he will not be the same color hue or same color blue. Uh, so that means he might be coming back. And everyone's like thinking that. It's that. all because of WandaVision or whatever happens in WandaVision and Doctor Strange trying to correct mm-hmm. what happened in WandaVision that yeah. the multiverse has opened up and they're they're saying that it's rumored that both Spider-Man, like Tobey Maguire and uh, what's his name? Oh man, I forgot his name already. Garfield. Uh, Andrew Garfield, yeah. <laughs> Andrew Garfield are coming back to play Spider-Man. Oh, shit. So they might have a live action... Uh, spider-verse but it, they, supposedly it's not going to happen until the very near the very end of spider-man 3 Ooh, that should be really cool actually yeah uh that's the one thing from one division that trailer that yeah. um at the end or towards it at one point someone gets dragged out of wherever they are and out of the screen did you see that that was pretty cool in the yeah. trailer so definitely some sort of uh reality like sort sort of for sure all the rumors of like multiverses has yeah. happening yeah. yeah dude um also i rewatched civil war this week again because oh, the last nice. episode i didn't rewatch it well we watched black panther but we talked about it and i kept thinking because i saw an interview with the people that did the stunts yeah for that movie and uh, did you, I don't know if I've told you, I don't think I have. I just found out this week. That whole car chase scene. Yeah. Tunnel. That's not, none of that is CGI. That's all yeah. a practical effect. They yeah. have a, they had a treadmill on a car. So there's an actual guy running after the car at 50 miles per hour. Yeah. But like he's not actually running. Well, he kind of is, but it's he's running in a treadmill. And when he jumps from car to car, they're going forty miles per hour, and he's actually jumping it. Even the part where the Black Panther runs up the car, down the car, jumps, and yeah. up the car and down the car, and then into the other. <laughs> That's one whole shot that they did, bro. That's yeah. Fun. That that was fun. <laughs> that there's an actual human being doing that. 
And it makes sense because when you're looking at it, I think in your mind, you're like, that's CGI, that's CGI. There's no way. And it's like, oh, wait, no. Like, there's no. a person doing the whole, doing the stunts, yeah. The same thing with Bucky jumps off from, like, when they're that because that's the whole chase, right? That whole sequence is ridiculous, right? When he goes through the window. Through the window into the roof. Into, like, a barrel that's actual someone jumping parkour in that shit. And so what they do, yeah. you got these ropes that uh, pull you back so that it doesn't slow you down, but it doesn't kill. You don't die from jumping off yeah. in the air or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, damn, that is insane. So the only thing that CGI from that is they CGI the rope. They cut that, yeah. they the ropes and uh, only one person jumps at a time because then right after the Captain America stunt double does the same jump, yeah. so there's a few different shots from different uh, different times, not one right after the other. And there's yeah. uh, two shots. There's a shot that he goes through the window and one when he lands. Yeah. Um, so that's two shots. Stunts, man. Yeah, You're dude. Nuts. It is. It's crazy. All right, but anyways, that's for another movie. We'll do an actual Halloween movie next episode. Yeah, Not A Nightmare sure. on Elm Street. Yeah, and then we'll see what else happens from here to then. To yeah. then, thanks for listening to us. For we, sure. We for sure need a tag out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll think of something. Just, <laughs> we could say movies anywhere. <laughs> No, <laughs> that's taken already. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. Till next time, peace. I don't know. That's dumb too. Everyone does that. It's fine. We just say it too. All right. Later. Till next time. Until the next film. Until the next film. I like that one. Okay. The end. Ha, ha, ha.